Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, because Santi will be visiting, obviously something special is added to a house with kids on Christmas Day. But does that mean that Christmas isn't for ch- the childless or the single anymore? Some people increasingly are feeling that. Among them, the journalist Andrea Smith. Good afternoon, Andrea. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, so why, why do you feel this way? Has this been said to you that really Christmas isn't, shouldn't be for you? It's the overriding message of Christmas. Now, I'm obviously the the Grinch here, right? I'm the bitter, childless spinster at Christmas. There's no time of the year, I think, that we're we're not made feel more on the margins than at Christmas, you know. But it's definitely a thing. I mean, if you work in an office and you happen to be working on Christmas Eve, you know, it's it's let let the parents go home because there's a lot of prep to be done, shall we say. Mm. And then it's... Could you work over Christmas? Because, well, really, you know, children, it's a, t- it's a time for children and parents need to be with them. And you do get the impression that you're a second class citizen when it comes to Christmas, I think. Yeah, but I suppose that's just in a, in a professional setting. But does anyone assume or, or, or express surprise that you're celebrating Christmas at all? Well, I know in my family, nobody ever dreams of coming to me for Christmas. You know, it's kind of all the ones that have the families have Christmas and I'm the maiden auntie that gets brought along. Now, Sean, I have to tell you, that has its advantages as well. You know what I mean? Because you just arrive, you know, with a few presents and, you know, sit in the corner as the maiden auntie, you know, being bitter. (laughs) But I I do think that, yeah, I, I think that it's not considered that your house is is a Christmas house in a way. It's where the children are, where the presents are, where Santa has come. That's where Christmas is deemed to be, I think. Yeah. In your house, Andrea, do you put up a tree and decorations and all that kind of stuff? Uh, Sean, I have seven dogs. They wouldn't last long, you know. Right. (laughs) Okay. But but I would. I would if if it wasn't for that, you know. Um, But yeah, I suppose, you, you, you know, there are definitely things that that you aren't considered for or that people wouldn't expect you know, because like I'll put maybe on the the outside trees, you know, or the bushes and things. I light them up, but in the house, unfortunately, we wouldn't last long. I'm on, I'm in my house twenty years, and I'm on sofa number fifteen. So you can only imagine how the trees would fare. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that's a uh, that's a fair point. Do you put little Christmas hats on the dogs or anything like that? <laughs> no, but um, it's funny because my mother always buys them a kind of a doggy selection box at Christmas. Because one of the things I think that when you don't have children. You spend an awful lot of time and money on other people's presents, you know, like you buy presents for just say you have a brother who has four kids and you end up buying six presents for that kid and you, for that family. And you're lucky if a, a soap on a rope comes back to you, you know, that's mm. all you get. God, so it's not like a very good investment then. No, it's terrible. It's it's it's. It's it's very uneconomical, I think, being um being single. Um, I think Carrie Bradshaw did a thing about that in one of the episodes of of Sex in the City, didn't she? About where she married herself in order to get the presents, you know? Yeah. Because uh, you do spend a lot of time, I think, a lot of money. And I mean, let's face it, nobody's going to be mean around Christmas because it is a special time, and you know, it is a lovely time. But there, there is definitely an emphasis. I mean, even all the Christmas ads, it's all around happy families and it's all around you know the joy for children. I mean, the the ads that we remember are the children focused ones, you know, the little ones 
when Santa comes and ho, 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 all of that kind of thing. They're the ones that, that kind of create the nostalgia around Christmas. But I suppose an awful lot of people are single and an awful lot of people don't have children these days. It's not the traditional way that everybody got married in their early 20s and had children the way it used to be. But I don't know whether society is caught up with that and has different things. I mean, a lot of people I know who are single just go away for Christmas, you know, just to avoid the whole thing. Mm. Where can you go uh, to avoid Christmas? Because probably no matter what country you go to, they're going to have some sort of Christmas going on. Yeah, I know. You probably have to go and find yourself on an adventure holiday or something <laughs> that where you bypass Christmas altogether. But it's a bit extreme because I think after a hard year's work, we all look forward to the the rest period of Christmas, you know, and, but there is definitely a sense, I think that, you know, we're not always included or you have to sort of fit in with other people's plans. And those plans are primarily based around the children first, you know, and then it spreads out after that. You know, yeah. So. Well, I suppose if families have children, that's kind of understandable that they would yeah. do that. Uh, yeah. They kind of probably don't have that much choice about it. Yeah. So do you like dread Christmas? Do you dislike it? No, I don't dislike it at all, but um, I do sometimes feel that it doesn't cater for the single and childless people among us. You know, I think, mm. you know, I, I, have, I have friends who couldn't have children for fertility reasons and found Christmas very hard because of the emphasis on on children at Christmas and, you know, all the advertising, all of the articles and newspapers and magazines are kind of focused on that. Mm. And then, you know, I was talking to a friend recently, her mum had just died and she would spend Christmas with her mum. And, you know, so what does she do this year? You know, and she was saying that in years to come, I mean, I'm lucky in that I have both of my parents still and, you know, so I'll spend Christmas with them. But in years to come, I am kind of aware. Where do I go? Do I go to a brother's house or a cousin's house and be kind of tacked onto their Christmas? You know, because you you don't really get to to celebrate Christmas as a you know as a kind of a family unit when you're by yourself. So uh, we were saying that maybe in years to come we'll just have a a single Christmas and we'll all go off for something together or or have dinner together, you know. Yeah, I but I suppose a lot of people listening, Andrea, who say, you know, when you're if if you're not if you're not at home if you're living in another country and you're not at home for Christmas and say you're you might be single or not have any kids or all that and and you kind of band together with other people you know and have a very nice Christmas day uh, that yeah. way. Uh, like, have you ever done anything like that? No, you see, because I have my parents, I wouldn't do that. And that's the thing, I think, is that when you have your parents, when you're lucky enough to still have your parents at Christmas, because there'll, there'll come a day where I'll be so grateful for all those Christmases I had with parents. Mm. But we have grandchildren. So, you know, a lot of it is centred around what the grandchildren you know, are doing or yeah. who's going to be present, that kind of thing. So it de- you definitely take a back seat as the spinster of the family, I think. But then again, you are very, very lucky that you get to, to be with your parents and have them at the age that you're at, you know. So. Yeah, but if you didn't turn up on Christmas and said, I'm off to Timbuktu uh, for a fortnight, would there be like, would there be comments made? Um, I think, I think that they would be hurt. So I Would they? Hurt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do it. Um, yeah. Because so that one mean- day I, I, I would give anything. You know, there'll be a common day where I would give anything I ever had. And every Christmas I'd give up anything just to have that Christmas back, you know. So I'm very lucky I have them this year. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it is, it's, there, there is great meaning and, 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 uh, in Christmas yeah, for you yeah. because you, you have your family and particularly your parents. 
Yeah, and I do think that's the thing is that, you know, we, we the nuclear family of the 2.4 kids, I, that's the way I think Christmas is, is marketed to us, you know, but there are all different types of circumstances and mm. different types of, I mean, I'm in a choir and we sang at a nursing home last week and I was looking at all the residents there and thinking, you know, they're, you know, they'll, they'll all spend Christmas together because from what the staff are telling us, you know, and I think like they're a little family now themselves and really, you know, Christmas is the unit that you create around yourself. Sometimes you can't choose that, you know, in the early years, maybe, but I think that it is, it is nice to sort of create the kind of memories that you can, but just, you know, it's not all about the children. And I think everybody at the end of the year deserves a break. You know, we all, we've all worked hard and particularly coming up to Christmas, anybody who's working probably has to work twice as hard for end of year deadlines and things. Mm. Certainly as a journalist, I, I have to, you know, so it is nice to have that little bit of time just to kind of decompress, you know, and that's just as important. I mean, I used to hate being asked to work over Christmas just because somebody else or we were also asked not to take holidays during the summer months because children were off school, you know. <laughs> and so you were kind of kicked off to September or October, you yeah. know, so that you could have your holidays then and yeah. they wouldn't be around, you know. So is there any any kind of change you'd like to see? And I assume what we're talking about is maybe just a bit more consideration uh, for yeah. people who aren't in exactly the same consi- uh, uh, set of circumstances as, as, as them, as people with kids and all that stuff. Yeah. I think that friends and um, friend groups have become much more important than, than they had been in previous decades, you know, where, where because so many people don't get married and the friends become their kind of nuclear group. And I think there isn't an acknowledgement of that, you know, um, you are, it is expected at Christmas that you're with family. And if you don't have family, that's extremely painful. I know for people that I know this year who've lost people, this Christmas is going to be really sad, you mm-hmm. know, because the people they would normally have spent Christmas with are not here anymore. We had, we had a, a very sad loss in our own family and there'll be somebody very special who won't be there this Christmas. So I think that, you know, I, I think that maybe if the ads, for example, because we are literally beaten over the head with the ads, I think if they could maybe be maybe acknowledge that there are different types of circumstances and different types of families. We all have different types of units that sustain us for the rest of the year. And when it comes to Christmas, they shouldn't be sidelined just because Christmas is a time for children. The rest of us kind of count as well, I think, you know. Yeah. Could you host everyone in your house? Well, listen, with seven dogs, nobody's rushing up here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with the dogs then on Christmas? If you're, if you're off to your parents, do you bring them with you or do they go on to kind of on a doggy holiday? No, because with the, the kennels, you have to put them in for the whole of Christmas or none of it, you know. So and for my kennel, I, I pay a hundred a night for my, my dogs, you know. So, oh, my um, God. So that's yeah, like 700 quid a night for you. No, sorry, it's a hundred a night. All right, for, for, the, whole for the whole, no, right. which is a bargain. That's yeah. a group rate I have. Okay, group but rate. even at that, look, if you're going away, like yeah. if you go away foreign for a fortnight, that's yeah. that's a fair chunk of change. You have no idea. <laughs> so I think then for Christmas, you know, I I'd come back on Christmas night. Luckily, I don't drink, so I come back. You know, I can drive back on Christmas night because I don't need and I have cameras to watch them and that. You know, so ah right, um, okay. Yeah. yeah, and then you like you come back maybe with a bit of turkey for them and that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what they do well at Christmas with the, with the kind of the leftovers and that. But yeah, so it, it is it is a kind of a thing where like they are my family really, you know. Mm, yeah. Uh, I have obviously my 
my own family and I love them all dearly. But the day to day life that I have is with seven dogs, you know, so. Yeah. Um, but my mum buys them a buys them a Christmas stocking each every Christmas. She she remembers. <laughs> yes. Now, you did use the word. Now, I know you, you used it in a kind of a, in a jokey sense, but you, you, you used the word spinster several times. Is that is that is that kind of to diffuse almost people going well? Why don't you have someone? Yeah, yeah. I I mean I I kind of reclaimed the word. I think it's funny, you know, because um, you know I remember when I was younger, and and there was a lady that we used to go to. You know, we had a friend who who had an aunt who who was an old maid. They used to say, you know. Now when I look back at it, she was in her forties. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a kind of a sense of you know she went to this one for this Christmas and then next year it was the other person's turn you know there was there, there was sort of a thing where single people were kind of viewed a bit suspiciously you know that they had to be tacked on the end of everybody else's Christmas you yes know? yeah so that's why I joke about the spinster thing because it is funny you know having said that as the, as the maiden auntie nobody expects me to do anything in my family you know I just have to turn up and be kind of decorative you know I don't they don't expect me to be useful <laughs> bringing you know the people who are married kind of turn up with the you know, maybe they've made the starter or the dessert. I just turned up with my hands hanging, you know. Nobody expects anything. Right. One arm as long as the other. Would you? <laughs> you wouldn't even bring them a bottle or something. <laughs> I know I would. Yeah. Right, okay. you know, nobody, nobody expects, because you're not catering for children, you know. Yes. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't really be a cook now, you know. My, my oven is an ornament in my house, you know. So <laughs> nobody expects anything. <laughs> I think you kind of become a bit childlike, you know, in that you nearly get preserved in time in the family. It, yes, family, well, families yeah. are like that because those hierarchies are set when you know yeah, your kids. Yeah, yeah, the ones who are in charge. Anyway, Andre. Well, I'm glad you say you're like if any of your family members were listening, I go, well, I'm not inviting her this year if she's not yeah. bringing a bottle at least. <laughs> uh, I'm very lucky, you know. I am very lucky, and one day I'll be just so grateful that I got to do spend all these Christmases with them. You know, mm. um, so I, I, you know, and when I'm off on my my, you know, friends' holidays in the Bahamas, you know. <laughs> I look back on this. Uh, well, so we'll start saving for you because you pay for the dogs to mind the Bahamas. Oh, uh, right. Uh, Andrea Smith, happy Christmas to you and uh, your extended uh, doggy family. That was uh, Andrea Smith there. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.